0: Okay, we are back. That was Jacob Dylan off the album "Echo in the Canyon." In my room, that was the remake of that. "Standing by" is another Catherine, but this is Catherine Keith. She is an endurance racer and author of the debut memoir "Epic Solitude." Uh, This is going to be a great conversation. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning. So I was telling you, I was so intrigued by your whole story of everything you had been through. You're a wilderness athlete, uh, an experienced junkie, you call yourself, spiritual quester, long-distance dog musher, and mother to a 15-year-old daughter, Amelia, and 35 dogs? Whoa. it's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, I love to keep busy. And you, uh, <laughs> you live in Alaska? Yes. I live in Kotsubu, which is on the northwest coast
0: and above the Arctic Circle. I've only been to Juneau, but Alaska um, Alaska's beautiful. What, how did you decide to live there?
1: I still consider Alaska the last frontier. Mm-hmm. It's full of these wide open spaces, and it's so diverse with the landscape and the people. It's uh, really full of wonder. I couldn't resist. You must look at
0: today's, um, you know, the way people spend their life on their phones you know, not moving around, not being in the outdoors is something you can't even relate to?
1: It's hard to be um, closed off in that way, especially with how important it is to be in nature and be in wilderness with all of the facts coming out today about how critical it is to be outdoors. Um, That being said, uh, sometimes we find safety in being around our devices. But I think as we talk more about this, today, we can break that down a little. You bet. Mm -hmm. So your book, Mm -hmm.
0: Epic Solitude, was that a long time coming, or how did this book come about?
1: It was a long time coming. I was an avid journalist since I was about 15, Mm -hmm. and I collected material constantly uh, as to what I might want this to look like, and it took until I, I was 40 to be at the point where this book Was really ready to uh, formulate.
0: Mm. Now, when I read the book summary, uh, I'm going to read this to listeners. Epic solitude is a moving reflection on a harsh but ultimately inspiring life of endurance and endurance dog racing, motherhood, grief, resolution, and spiritual discovery in the Alaskan backcountry. Divorced at 20 from her high school sweetheart, following a youth of uh, abuse, mental illness, and eating disorders. Keith moves from Minnesota to the remote Alaskan wilderness to begin again, only to face the deaths of her newborn daughter and then her husband the following year, left to raise her second daughter on her own in the wilderness. What, what a backstory you have. That's unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about living that um, you, you, can't even, you can't even talk about. Uh, Just the rawness of it all is sometimes too much to handle. And that was one of my main reasons for writing this book is because life can be so overwhelming. I wanted to remind us all that it's so important yet to still fully engage with life, to still say yes to it. Mm -hmm. Just because we are hit with those losses, uh, we, despite the fact that we stay numb, we need to find the grit. And fight our way back to the surface because life is worth living. There's still so many wonderful things about it. Um, But despite the fact that it's not easy, we we need to find our path through it. You bet. I mean, that's a great
0: lesson, Catherine, for so many people because, you know, you face the loss of your spouse, um, anybody in your life, you know, you go through these really challenging times. Is it that, I always say, maybe take one small step a day. Just keep going. Tr- you know, try to open yourself up, as you said, say yes to things. It's so important.
1: Yes. Um, I can picture a few instances of times, either on the Iditarod or the Pacific Crest Trail, where it got so difficult through physical circumstances, where the veil between the mental, mental and emotional worlds would utterly break. You you get this breaking point where you can't go on and the past comes up to haunt you and you just can't see your way forward. But the only option is just to take one step at a time and the next step after that and the next step after that. And that's really how we pick ourselves up after those losses. Um, When you lose your spouse, when you Lose a child when you lose your job, you just have to keep picking yourself up one step at a time, even if you can't see the future beyond that.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like Catherine that mm-hmm. what you wrote here is a real gift for people because there are people that suffer and they don't know how to do that. I mean, you're an athlete, um, you're it sounds like you you find peace and solitude, you know, here you are in Alaska you know, as a dog musher, and you're reconnecting with yourself through, through nature and processing things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, and one of the ways everybody can do that is finding ways to generate grit in their own lives. For me, that was through wilderness scenarios. It's just what I love to do, is through wilderness and solitude. Um, but people can do this for um, through running a mile outside, through spiritual um, endeavors such as meditating every day, mm-hmm. but when we create grit, that builds resiliency within ourselves and gives us insurance against these day-to-day stressors and protects us against those breaking points.
0: Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. call that like your your skill set to be resilient mm-hmm. in life. You need those um, those things. Your toolkit. To be resilient, because there's always going to be something that comes up, but how you handle it is what, how it matters. Exactly. <laughs> what else would you like people to know about your book?
1: That's a great question. The, um, the book oscillates between these wilderness adventures and raw life. Right. And the reason it does that um, is somewhat... Um, poetic really it's not intended to be a linear memoir where you start in one place and you finish in another Uh, and that's I don't really feel that's how life is life is really this cyclical process where we go around and around and around you bet (laughs) out of these same (laughs) issues in life and that's how I intended this to be was reflected of that journey so as you read this book, you know, you'll notice that uh, the, the adventures parallel what's going on in the raw life, and it kind of circles back on each other, and um, kind of notice how that feels for you at, as you read it. You
0: know, as I was um, reading all about this, I was thinking, this sounds like a film. Has anyone said that to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: did have the um, book optioned out for film rights, mm-hmm. uh, and um, that was dropped for a couple of reasons not related to the book, and it is available, again, so for anybody out there listening to this, yeah. <laughs> it's available. That's amazing, because um, <laughs> it's just,
0: it really sounds, in my mind, I'm a very visual person, from all the things that happened to you you know that's how life is it's all unexpected curveballs Mm -hmm. and it's just you being resilient you know what um i wanted to ask is um you left your home you went to alaska and then how did how did you decide to you know get involved in dog sled races like was that something you always wanted to do or did you meet somebody
1: Uh, since i was young um i always knew that i was going to go up to alaska And in Minnesota, there are two amazing explorers that came to my school and did a presentation, uh, Will Steger and Ann Bancroft, and they went to the North Pole uh, via dog team. Uh, Ann was the first woman to the North Pole. And both of them used these expeditions as a way to advocate for wilderness, education, climate change, and other environmental issues. And I wanted to be just like them. I love it. And that began my quest. To go north. That's amazing. Um,
0: do you do mm-hmm. any public speaking at schools?
1: Um, I do um, as I can as part of the I Did a Rod, and I'm starting to do more now because, because of the importance of it sh- what that did for me. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, I mean, you're basically living the message, and you have a lot to share with people. Um, where can people find out more about you in the book? I, I have a website here. Is this the only place? com? Yep. If you go to that
1: website down the front page, there's, uh, you know, a few uh, options for, um, to take you where you might want to go from there. Fantastic. Anything
0: else you'd like to leave the listeners with?
1: I guess, um, finally, as you read my book, uh, just because I went to Alaska, some say it's not necessarily relatable, um, but this was my path. Mm-hmm. So seek out your own path, but definitely find one because um, your life really does depend on it. You know, your soul what, uh, knows what's true for you, and just find a way to be authentic to yourself. You know what I wanted to add, too,
0: is sometimes, especially with women, um, people don't like being alone. Did you have a hard time being alone, or are you always a person that you, you were really happy and content
1: being alone? I love being alone. I find a difficult time being around other people. Mm -hmm. Dogs are the exception. I could be around 30 dogs and (laughs) feel constant happiness. Um, I find being alone, especially in the wilderness, that there is a spiritual exchange. When you're willing to let go of the security of company Mm -hmm. and gift yourself with solitude, you can learn a lot about yourself. And um, for those not comfortable with that, I think that's something that you can challenge yourself with. And um, that might be the very tool that you need to confront some of the skeletons in your closet and deal with some of those repressed emotions. So mm-hmm. great, great advice. Challenge yourself. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I think we, mm-hmm. we definitely have moments of gratitude when we're in awe of our surroundings. If you let yourself be open, you know, put your phone down instead of taking a picture. Just take it in. <laughs> take in that moment.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I'm going to give you your website one more time. It's Catherine with a K, K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Keith, dot com. I want to thank you so much and congratulations on your book. Oh, Thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much. That was my conversation with Catherine Keith, endurance racer and author of the debut memoir, Epic, solitude. If you missed any part of our conversation, or if you wanted to find out more about her, you can visit the show blog at getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.